Hey, welcome back to Boston Radio. This is segment three of our fourth edition. We've got Philip Stendick on the line, and let's pick up where we left off with his interview. He's the amazing looper from Las Vegas. I'm like, I'm, I'm boss's dream because whenever I see a new product come out, I'm like, oh, I got to own that. And that was the way it was with the GR20 because I never even saw anyone use it. I just read about it. And just the concept of being able to play keyboard parts with my guitar, I was just like, oh, I got to own that. That's the Roland GR20 guitar synthesizer. How's it working for you? I can honestly tell you that the GR20 has paid for itself within three weeks because I <laughs> bought it right before I started doing my residency at the, the foundation room. Uh-huh. And I bought it specifically for that gig because I wanted to be able to create those sonic tapestries where it wasn't just, you know, guitar and then, you know, guitar over guitar. I wanted to yeah. have that ability to play different instruments. And having that weapon in my arsenal <laughs> made it to where they saw me and said, we want to have you come back because you, yeah. you, you somehow you're creating this sound that we really like. So, Philip, do you have favorite patches in the GR20 that you use, like bass or keyboards or Oh, absolutely. Orchestra? I have, on, the, on the GR20, they have the user preset where you yep. can save all your favorite presets. Yeah. And right now, my favorite ones are the stand-up bass, I love the, the uh-huh. double bass sound. It just sounds so, it's, it's such a natural stand-up bass tone. And I absolutely love the saxophone patch. Oh, yeah, like yeah. The, Is that the, bre- the real breathy patch? Oh, yeah, the real breathy one. Cause I, I love that. A lot of times what I'll do is I'll lay down something that's like real smooth, laid-back jazz kind of thing. Like that breathy saxophone just makes that tone. Now, I know you have your some of your gear set up there. Could you demonstrate that? I mean, since we're talking about it. Oh, I'd love to. Well, so, I'm going to record this um, on my laptop. That way you guys can have a, a yeah. clear audio signal. So just a little note, after the interview, Philip will send me the MP3 of what he makes, and, and we'll listen a little bit on the phone, and then I'll cut in the MP3 so you'll hear the better quality. Here's the first loop I lay down, which is the drum machine. And I have some hi-hats. Then what I do is I turn to the Roland GR20 guitar synthesizer, and what I'll do is I'll lay down a bass group. And then what I'll do is I'll lay down a on it's the uh, acoustic. It's kind of like an nylon guitar string tone on the guitar synth. Add my natural guitar tone, which is just like a clean, it's like a Fender Twin sound. I do whatever I'm singing, and 
I'll toggle between having the guitar sound and the saxophone sound the most. to that tone so like I can be and then I'll add my guitar to it and now it sounds like two people jamming together In addition to that, I have a Boss Gigadelay, which is, has quickly turned into one of my favorite pedals to turn to whenever I'm creating an ambient texture. Say like I have this groove going, and I want to create kind of a, a relaxed, kind of like a spacious sound. What I'll do is I'll, I'll use the tap function on the Gigadelay to, so what I'm doing right now is I'm tapping on the pedal like tap, 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 tap. That way, when I hit the delay, it's going to be in tempo of the song. which sounds like this to where it takes the note and it kind of bends it a little so whenever I'm playing this I'll add this so basically that's what my sound is whenever I'm doing something that's more ambient and relaxed I just want to ask a couple questions. Sure. Now that was pretty much based over that one figure in the. It was in A. It was A, a minor. A minor. D seven. Funny thing is, it's very cool when I listen to your tunes. I'm not wanting to hear another set of chord changes, but I noticed mm -hmm. when when I did see you, you would switch sometimes to completely different chord changes. Is do you do that with two RC? Yeah, uh, yeah. RC well, actually, chords? the way I do it, I use the three loop stations. Uh -huh. That way, I, I can record a basic drum loop on the first loop station. Okay. Then And then that one serves as kind of like the foundation for the other two loop stations. Uh-huh. Or sometimes I'll even use all three of them to make three different parts. But basically, what I'll do is I'll, I'll record the drum loop on the first loop station. And then from there, I'll use that as my, as my beat as I record into loop station number two uh -huh. and all the while the first loop station is just in play mode it's not recording that way right. it's kind of like i have a drummer jamming with me while i'm looping into number two and then and then i'll record another phrase into, into loop number three that way i'll have parts one and two on two and three and then if i decide i want to add a third part i'll put that first looper into record mode and then i'll record whatever i want to over that in essence have a verse bridge and a chorus that's ingenious, Philip. Philip is going to show us that technique that he just explained right after a short break. So stay tuned to segment four of this fourth edition of Boston Radio.